0: as follows. Headache yelled after prayer. There's a woman who called for prayer. She was being troubled by a headache which lasted last night, which started last night. Her shoulders were painful as well. Today she was bedridden the whole day and couldn't do anything. Pastor Robert prayed for her over the phone today. She started getting off the bed after prayer and regained her strength. The headache has disappeared and she is completely healed. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And our announcements for tonight are as follows. From Monday to Friday at 7 a.m., we have our morning prayer. And then Saturday and Sunday, the prayer starts at half past eight. Amen. 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 At 12 midday, we have our afternoon prayer, which is followed by our evening service at half past six every day. Amen. Amen. From there, we have our... Midnight prayer, which starts at 5 to 12. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. We
0: also have our weekly fasting prayer, which is on Thursday and Friday. The details of the fasting are shared on different WhatsApp groups. Amen. 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 And tomorrow, on the 27th, we are starting with our monthly 10 days fasting in which uh, the pastor will share more details about it. Amen. 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 For those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithe and offering, the bank details are shared on different WhatsApp groups. Amen. 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 And now I am going to the Word of God for tonight. I will read the Word of God for tonight from the book of First Samuel chapter 10, from verse 25 NIV First Samuel 10 from verse 25 it says Samuel explained to the people the rights and duties of kingship he wrote them down on a scroll and deposited it before the Lord then Samuel dismissed the people to go to their own homes verse 27 But some scoundrels said how can this fellow save us they despised him and brought him no gifts, but Saul kept silent. I will also read from the book of First Samuel chapter eleven from verse five. First Samuel chapter eleven from verse five it says Just then Saul was returning from the fields behind his oxen and he asked, What is wrong with everyone? Why are they weeping? Then they repeated to him what the men of Jabesh had said. When Saul heard their words, the Spirit of God came powerfully upon him, and he burned with anger. He took a pair of oxen, cut them into pieces, and sent the pieces by messengers throughout Israel, proclaiming, This is what will be done to the oxen of anyone who does not follow Saul and Samuel. Then the terror of the Lord fell on the people, and they came out together as one. Verse 9. They told the messengers who had come, Say to the men of Jabesh Gilead, By the time the sun is hot tomorrow, you will be rescued. When the messengers went and reported this to the men of Jabesh, they were elated. Verse 11. The next day Saul separated his men into three divisions. During the last watch of the night, they broke into the camp of the Ammonites and slaughtered them until the heat of the day. Those who survived were scattered so that no two of them were left together. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: You know, some of the verses that we are, we are going through here, you will never hear them being preached about anywhere. Amen. Because here we are going through the Word of God, then we are going through it verse by verse, you know, eh, from Genesis to Revelation. Then most of the time uh, when the men and the women of God give the word of God, they don't give the word of God this way. Amen. Then here some of the verses that you are going through here, you will never hear them being preached about the rest of your life. Amen. Then this Amen. is a, a a privilege that God has given us. Amen. That will go that? even through even through some verses. That you will never hear them even in the pulpit. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank,
1: thank you, Jesus. Thank you,
2: thank you, Holy Ghost.
1: Thank you, Holy Ghost.
2: Thank you, God Almighty.
1: Thank you, God Almighty.
2: I worship you.
1: I worship, I worship you.
2: you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 10, verse number 25. Samuel explained the duties of the king, they uh, explained to the people the rights and the duties of the kingship. He wrote down on a scroll and deposited it before the Lord. Then Samuel dismissed the people to go into their own homes. But some scoundrels said, How can this fellow save us? They despised him and brought him no gifts, but Saul kept silence. Hallelujah. Amen. This is when Saul was anointed to be a king. By Samuel. He was a Saul, actually, he was the first king in Israel. Before him, there were judges, yes. Before him, now we see the first man of God, Samuel. And after that, when Samuel has done his cause, they begin to cry for a king. And uh, Samuel was directed by God to anoint Saul. Hallelujah. Amen. But there were some people, because he was the first king. Ah, they say, ah, Samuel now, Saul now is a king, ah, we're not gonna. And you know, like, they used to know this, uh, this man maybe as an ordinary man. They used to know him when he was growing up. They used to know him when he was a nobody. Now he has become somebody, is the king of Israel. Then when they begin to do that, they despise him. They despise him because they know this man. They know who he was before he was a king. You know, like that. You know, when somebody gets into any office, there's something like this happens. Are you getting what I'm saying? When somebody gets into any office, something like this happens. You know, I remember last week there was this lady, this lady... She called last year when she was said, Hey, hey there was a problem at work. We prayed, God solve it. She said that this year, last year, we told her she's going to be a manager. She said that, Hey, now she's a manager. It's been one month now, she's a manager. Amen. But she said that the people who she works with, some of them, when she speaks, they are not taking instruction. They are taking it for granted because these are the people who know ah this one was just one of our colleague i don't know whether she was a supervisor or not then it was hard for them to now they've not they were not yet adjusted for her to be what to have authority over them Amen. Amen. hallelujah Amen. Amen. then that's why i said that sometimes it happens you know like what you were talking about last night when we're talking about Jesus Christ, when he was anointed, when now he's the son of the living God, when some of the people, they say that, ah, Jesus we know, he's the son of Mary, he's the son of Joseph, now he's saying that he's the Lord. Ah, this Jesus whom we know physically, this Jesus whom we've eaten with, now he's saying that he's the King of Kings, he's the Lord of Lords. Ah, he's saying that he's God. Do you know that even the first time when he holds the scroll and he begin to say that the scriptures were fulfilled, that first day there were people who wanted actually to kill Jesus Christ. They wanted to throw him into the cliff to kill him. And he, 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 he gant into them. They were surprised. But they were offended when he was saying that he's the Messiah. Even today, when you go to Israel, it's the same thing. If you go to Israel, if you go to Nazareth, many people there, they're not Christians. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Many people don't believe in him. Many people there, where he is from, where this gospel was preached, many don't believe. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Because they knew Jesus physically. They ate with him. They saw him growing up. It was hard for them to believe in him. That's what was happening to Saul here. He's just being anointed as a king. The Bible says, some of them did not submit to Saul. They did not submit. When they heard that he was a king, they were like, ah, the son of Kish, ah, Saul, so, like, I played with him. Saul, so, hey, I did this with him. I did that with him. Then that destructed him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. The Bible said that a prophet is without an honor, except at his own hometown. Mm-hmm. He's except without an what? An honor. That's without that office of a man of God, of a prophet, is an office of an honor but accepting his own hometown. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. To those who saw you growing up, to those who saw you before you were nobody, sometimes it's hard for them to believe. Amen. Let me tell you this. Amen. Even the day young man David, he went and said that, I'm about, I want to face Goliath. Let me tell you this. To other people who were not his family members, it was not a problem. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Even though they will look at you are a young man, even though they were, they were, they, they were, they were disturbed that he was young, Amen. but they could actually give him a chance. Oh, but to his brothers, no, it was not like that. Amen. They were saying, you like things? you are too young. You like things. Go back home. Because they knew him. It was his brothers. Are you getting what I'm saying?
1: Amen.
2: Then that is one of the challenge when you are preaching the gospel and when you are walking with God. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. One of the biggest challenge is your kindred. Those who know you before you were born again. Those who know you before you were anointed. is your biggest challenge. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Because it takes time and it takes more grace for them to be converted. But those who just know you as a man of God, that's not a problem they can easily accept you and believe your gospel. Are you what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But somebody who knows you, who grew up with you, who one day, maybe this or that, it becomes a noise that distracts them to believe. And that's what is happening now to Saul. To Saul, they were like, ah, oh, we know this one. We can't submit to him. Let us go on. The Bible says verse number five. Just, Saul was, just then Saul was turning from the field behind this oxen, and he asked, What is wrong with everybody? Why are they weeping? Then they repeated to him what the men of Jebus had said. Then Saul heard the, their words, and Spirit of God came upon him, and he burned with anger. Hallelujah. He has given an instruction that okay, we're about to save the the, 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 the nation of Jabesh. And other people were scared that oh no, you what they wanted so they, said they wanted them to be killed. Then they were so scared. Then the Bible said that they were not taking instruction, they did not want to take instruction what Saul is saying also. The Bible said that when he heard that, he got angry. Hey, there is a holy anger. Do you know that? I don't know whether you heard of that. There is a what? There is a holy anger. This kind of anger is not an ordinary anger. It's a what? A holy anger because it's an anger because of the Holy Ghost. An ordinary anger, you become angry from outside, inside. The spiritual anger, you get angry from inside, outside. Because inside, the one who's getting angry is the Holy Ghost this time. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. The same anger that Jesus Christ had when he entered. The Bible said that. One day he entered into the temple of God. He found the people sailing there. They were, instead of praying, people were just, it was all about selling now. It was all about sailing there. They were having sheep there. They were having goats there. They were having duff. When he entered there, he burned with anger. Because he entered the temple when he was in spirit. When he saw that he began to become what? To become angry. And begin began to beat everybody. He beat everybody, he, he toasted the doves down. The money down were all over the day. Why was he angry? He was angry from the spirit. He could feel the heart of God. Mm-hmm. That why are these people doing these things and not worshipping? He says, my house shall be called the house of prayer. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> He talked about your His house will become what? The house of prayer. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. What is your house all about? That means that's when you talk about your house. I'm talking about where you stay. Also where you stay must become the house of prayer. Your body must, your life must become also what? The life of prayer also. Then that day when he entered there, he was angry also with the holy anger. Amen. Holy Amen. anger. It's the same anger that David had. Amen. The Bible says when he entered there, he was, he was not there to fight. He was sent to give food to his brothers. Amen. That was the main point. Oh, when he arrived there, he found Goliath talking, Talking against from God to everybody, but from the spirit of God inside, David became to become angry. And said that, no, he can't say that to Jehovah. What will be done to this? And and if anybody can destroy this uncircumcised Philistine, what will be given to him? And they begin to talk about the prizes. Because David now was angry. You know. You you must reach where the, the level where the Holy Ghost in you feels control, hey, lead freely. Where the realm where his feelings becomes yours. I don't I don't know what, what I'm saying.
1: Amen.
2: His emotions becomes what your emotions. His thoughts becomes your thoughts. His words becomes your words. His intentions becomes your what? Your intention. Sometimes, he must, he must begin to become to feel angry. Sometimes, it's the same Holy Ghost where he takes over you. He becomes sometimes to become compassionate. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes, he just turns you around and he just begin to care. Sometimes it turns your emotions around you, just begin to laugh. Mm. Are you getting what I'm saying?
1: Mm. You
2: must reach this kind of level. You feel what he feels. Not eh, and you put your feelings aside, and you get you you clo- you get clothed with these feelings when you see things going wrong. At the body of Christ. You feel because of his emotion. You feel what he feels. When you see a sinner. You begin to feel what he feels. Hallelujah. Amen. So Saul when he was anointed. He had the feeling of the Holy Ghost. When he saw. that hey, Everybody. Was not obeying the Lord's anointed. Hey, he burned with anger. The Bible says he torn the oxen, he cutted it, and gave the pieces of that oxen to everybody. Say, go and tell everybody in Israel. Anybody who won't obey the house of Saul and Samuel, this is what is going to happen. Hallelujah! Yeah. Because of a holy anger.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, one time. I was with um, my pastor then. He was my pastor then. He was talking about what the devil is doing by that time. He was talking about what the devil is doing, what the devil has done to this other pastor and all that. I begin to say no from that day. The devil, I will have to deal with him. I was so angry with the devil. I was so angry. But this kind of anger, it was not the ordinary anger. It was the anger of the Holy Ghost no. where you just feel like you, you can't wait to tear him apart. Hallelujah no. No. You must be this kind of man where the Spirit of God comes upon you and they begin to take over you and you do things that you don't know what you are doing. Be- not because hey, not because of the demon, no! Hey, some people are like that. Some people is not the Holy Ghost that comes upon them. Some people is the demons. No, no, no. That is, that is a worldly way. When somebody says that, when I get angry because the demon entered them. Uh-uh. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you how to differentiate the holy anger and the, the wicked anger. The holy anger you will be, you will be feeling what God feels. It's not that you are just angry. Are you getting what I'm saying? As a Christian, it must be hard for you to be naturally angry. It must be hard. You know, when I was still in the world, yeah, I could be gently. I could, I could get angry, angry easily with the things of the world. But now it must be hard. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah you you have you must have the spirit of what let us go to the book of galatians chapter 5 galatians chapter 5 i want to show you something there La <laughs> a christian must not you must not just get angry it must be hard even if somebody's trying to take chances to make you angry that person must get tired because you're not getting what not getting angry Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us read from verse number 19. The acts of flesh are obvious. The Bible says that obvious sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, Rage, selfishness, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Okay. Amen. And, and the Bible says that, verse number 22. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, forbearance, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. That means when you've got self-control, sometimes it is the Holy Ghost that stops you to become what? To become angry, even if something is it was about to to get you to get into a nerve, the Holy Ghost comes and calms you down. All of Amen. a sudden, you can have a big heart. When you were on the edge, you say, "Oh, hey, this one now is getting too far." Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And another thing says that there is forbearance. You must have forbearance. This is coming from the Holy Ghost. We know when you have got the Holy Ghost, you know, you, you must be this kind of person. You don't get angry easily. Na- I mean natural. Are you got what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. You must be the last person. To be, if there is anybody, you must be the last person to be angry, not the first person to be what? To be angry, unless if is there is this holy anger of God, which these are the things that concerns God. Okay, listen to this one. On the thing that concerns God when you have got this holy anger, everybody will be okay. Everybody won't be angry because old now, everybody away, they're in the flesh. Are you what I'm saying? but you because you are in the spirit it will be the spirit which will be stirred up and uh, the holy anger it doesn't do things to destroy things and stuff like that it is to build are you getting what I'm saying like one will look about what um, what Jesus Christ did with that holy anger we'll now look we are learning wow Oh, the house of God, we need to pray more. We must use it to see God's face more. Are you what I'm saying.
1: Amen.
2: Because that is the result of the holy anger because it was against when they were abusing God, they were abusing the things of God. Then also it must be like that. you know, with the holy anger, hey. Your heart cares with what God cares about. Hallelujah. Yeah. Say, Holy Ghost. Help me to care. Help me to care about what God cares about. Hallelujah. Then, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you like that, it must be able to, to make you care about what God cares about. And you burn with anger, you burn with zeal in order for it to be done. That's what Saul what was doing now. His heart burned. Why? Why? Is everybody so disobedient? why are they not obeying god why people are not listening to god let's go because when souls speak as he was speaking out of the anointing and when samuel speak out of anointing let me tell you this it was like god is speaking let me tell you this some people they want god to talk to them but they don't know how God also speaks through his servants. Are you getting what I'm saying? God appears. God speaks through what? Through his servants. Some people don't get it. That's why now when that soul when he was anointed, he was now what? A servant of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? He was now what? a servant of god but when they looked at him they look at him as an ordinary person Aroha. he was just a son of kish they forget the encounter that he had when he was anointed and when he was with the prophets and the anointing that he was from the prophets came upon him then it's like that some people when god they want God to speak to them but when he speak they cannot tell that this is God speaking. Hallelujah. Amen. As a child of God, it's very, very much important that you may be able to descend when what? God is speaking to you through His servants and you are able to take it as it is. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Then that's why Saul was speaking out of God, out of the anointing, and they did not take the instruction. That's why now God was angry. God was angry. Then he he now expressed his anger. Through who? Through Saul. Hallelujah. God expressed through his anger through what? Through Saul. And the Bible said after when Saul tore up everything like that and sent out the message, the fear of God. Are you, are you what I'm saying? The holy anger is followed by what? With the fear of God. It was all over the country. Everybody was so terrified. Not because of what, what Saul did, but because of God, he moved after what Saul had done. It's the same thing when in the temple there, when Jesus Christ, after he turned upside down the temple, there was also the fear of God. They could not just arrest him and say, Jesus, you are breaking the temple's rules. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Then that means um, anything that God is in it, anything that God is in it, Oh, after when that action has been done after that message has been sent the spirit of god goes to confirm it Amen. hallelujah Amen. Amen. then that's why you know you know sometimes I've taught some people that when you you god uh, uh, give you a servant then whenever you take a uh, in into consideration his words. The Spirit of God will go and do what? And confirm what is being said. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God is the one that will confirm that hey, the one who is speaking is not man, it's God. Then when God has spoken, it must be fulfilled by Sign as the word of God is being what? Is being fulfilled. Hallelujah. Let us go down there. He took the pairs of oxen and cut them into pieces. And sent the pieces by messengers throughout Israel proclaiming, This is what will be done to, to the oxen of everyone. Who does not follow Saul and Samuel? Then the terror of the Lord fell on the people, and they came together as one. Wow. Wow. They came together as what? As one. Let me tell you this. There is power in unity. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is power in unity. If we can begin to work in unity... First of all, in your family. Second of all, in the body of Christ, you will see because unity invites God Himself. Amen. When you are acting in unity, God cannot hold any Himself from anything that is being done with what with unity. Hallelujah.
1: Amen. Amen.
2: He become part of anything that is being done in unity. That's why the Bible says that when two or three come together in my name, there I am. These people, when they are coming in unity, you invite him when you act in unity. Say Holy Ghost. Ghost. Unite 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 us in everything that we do. In the name of
1: Jesus.
2: You know what the Bible says that um, what happened in, uh, in Babylon? The Bible said that the people begin to join one another. They were, by that time, they were speaking one language. There was one language all over the world. They were speaking one language. They were doing the same things. They were together as one. And the Bible said they wanted to build a tower to go to heaven. The Bible said when God was in heaven, he looked down and said, Hey, oh, because these people are speaking one language. They are doing one thing. They are agreeing. There is nothing that they cannot do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because God wants to be part of our life. He says, no. No, let me go down there and confuse them because they won't depend on me. They will do everything. And he went down there and he caused people to speak different languages. That's why today we have got so many languages all over the world. Hallelujah. Because there's power in unity. He realized that if we can unite and speak one language, we will achieve great things. The same principle still works today. If you want to achieve great things, want to achieve wonderful things, we must speak one language. Even when you have got a thought that says that, hey, no, I must not. Push yourself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because the devil always wants to plant division because you know that divided we fall. United, we stand. United, we are powerful. Hallelujah. Then sometimes what the devil does, he plants the thoughts of doubt. He plants the thoughts of disagreement. And people begin to think different thoughts, begin to speak different things. Hallelujah. But we must speak one language. We must agree. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this. The Bible said that resist the devil and the devil will do what? Will flee from you. That means when you have the wrong thoughts, refuse it. When you have the thoughts of disagreement, do what? Refuse it. When you've got the thoughts of disunity, do what? Refuse it. Don't entertain it. Because all the negative actions that were from your mind. Amen. If it's a negative one, reject it. Say, no, I'm not the type to think that's kind of a thought. I act in unity. Hallelujah. Amen. Say I act in unity. I
3: act, I act. I act in unity.
2: I act in agreement. Amen. I act
1: in agreement.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. When you do this, the Bible said that. Hey, they won. They won. Hallelujah. Amen. The next day, soul separated his men into three divisions. It was the wisdom of God here waking. During the last watch of the night, they broke into the camp of Ammonites and slaughtered them until the heat day. Those who survived were scattered so that not two of them were left together. That means when they went in unity, in oneness, nothing could stop them. Nothing could... They were in everything they do, they prospered. Hallelujah. Amen. Then don't entertain the devil. The devil is the one who brings breakage. Amen. And you must tell yourself, the word of God, it shows you the good principles, the right principles, Then, whatever the word of God tells you, agree with it. Whatever is against the word of God, reject it. Reject it and and crucify your flesh in such a way that nothing must stop you to act according to what God is saying. Hallelujah. Nothing must stop you. It must be like that. First of all, one part of it, in order to successfully crucify the flesh, we must spend our time in the presence of God. So that the Holy Ghost will help you to do what? To resist the devil. To reject the devil's opinion. And to reject the devil's agenda. Because you are filled of the Holy Ghost. You are controlled of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If If God says something. Your opinion must align to what God is saying. Amen. If you find yourself having an idea that is contrary to what God is saying, reject it. Say, I'm not the type. Amen. Don't entertain it, begin to, to think more about it. No, I'm not the type to think this kind of thoughts. Hallelujah. Amen. You are saying it in your mind. You are saying it in your thoughts. And you reject it. And the devil will do what? Will flee from you.
1: Amen.
2: And you act in unity. You act in agreement. You act in according to the word of God. After that, God is part of whatever you are doing. And you, at the end of the day, you are victorious in every sector of your life. Hey, the Bible, with God, all things are what? Are possible. Amen. Then if God can be part of anything that you are doing, nothing can stop you. Amen. Nothing can defeat you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But take the word of God to be the standard of your life. Take the Amen. word of God becomes your alpha and omega. Beyond that resist, reject, and say, no, I am led, I am controlled, I live by the word of God, so the Holy Ghost will help you to digest the word of God, to put the word of God into practice against all the odds, and nothing will be able to stop you, are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Yeah. Oh. Then you know when sometimes when the devil want to destroy somebody, he give them the evil thoughts. That's that's how it starts. You see, you see Judas. How did how how did he destroy Judas? Yes, let's say first for Judas to be attacked, the Lord allowed it. But he attacked his thoughts, and he was wicked in thoughts. He could steal money. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Yeah. The Bible says Judas was wicked. One time when they were bringing the perfume to give to Jesus, to, to, hey, to honor Jesus. Ah, Judas said, ah, this was supposed to be given to the poor. Why are you giving it to Jesus? Hello. And the Bible said, he was not saying that because he wanted the money to go to the poor. He wanted the money for himself. Amen. He was a thief. That's why at the end of the day he sold Jesus Christ. Amen. But where did it all start? It all uh, starts when the devil talked to him and convinced him, "Hey, you can make money out of the Lord. You Amen. can make money out of this money. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Resist the devil, and the devil will do what? Will flee from you. Amen. You know the devil is powerless." if you do these things is nobody hallelujah
1: Amen.
2: you know i i was busy doing deliverance in the lady now in in tanzania then when we started to do deliverance everything was fine because the, the lady that i was casting the demon she does not understand english that's what he said that means they were speaking in the in the local tanzanian language oh when we started together with, the, with the, this man, he could translate what I'm saying. At the end of the day, because they are seeing manifestation there, they begin to do it in their way. I say, no, stop it! Stop it because now, hey, you are not doing what I said that you must do. Ay, ay, ay. But uh, it went well. Hallelujah. Then it's like that. When we speak one language, all things are what? are possible with God, God will enter what you are doing, and we will be successful. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to go and pray right for unity. Let us stand up and begin to pray for unity. Pray for unity that we can act in unity, we can speak one language, and we can have authority to reject everything that the devil is saying. Begin to pray wherever you are. Manta la pasha
3: to rabba, carracatu rabba Manta rabba santa raba yani. Man raba raba yani. Man la
0: bayabe,
3: Manta capu shatia basuta rabba, la catu rabba Manta la la Pray for unity, pray for unity, pray for oneness, pray for for God to anoint us with anointing for unity, to speak in oneness, to act in oneness. Mandala Bashan, the grace of obedience, Dara grace for Bashan, Dara Bashan, Dara Bashan, Dara
2: Bashan, Dara Bashan,
3: We pray against the spirit of division. We pray against the spirit of this unity. The spirit of this great agreement. We arrest it. We paralyze it. We cast it out. In every sphere of our life. Let there be unity. Let there be unity. Let there be unity. Let there be unity. Unity in the name of Jesus.
2: Say, Let there be unity. Let there be unity. In the name of Jesus. In my life let there be unity in my family let there be unity in my country let there be unity all over the world let there be unity in the body of Christ let there be unity In the name of Jesus. Receive the grace for unity wherever you go. Unity, the grace to speak one language. The grace to agree in facts. To agree in ideas. The grace of obedience. The grace of submission. Submission. Submission and agreement. Submission and agreement. To speak one language. This grace to submit. The grace to submit to speak one language. To agree. To agree. To agree. In the name of Jesus. Say Holy Ghost. Holy
3: Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost.
2: Say
0: anything
2: Which Is Causing disagreement. Disunity. Disobedience. Disobedience, disagreement, disagreement.
0: disagreement.
2: In, my life. in my life, in my family, in my, in my, career. In my career, in my country, in, my country. In, my in, the in the body of Christ, catch fire. Catch fire,
3: catch fire, catch fire. Fire.
1: Fire. 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 I
3: commanded, command Come
1: on, in the name
2: of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ah. Ah, ah. We're about to call it a night as we are going to be decreeing and declaring testimonies in our life. Amen. Let us just listen and those who can move, just move. Move wherever you are, dance for the Lord wherever you are. Amen.
3: Amen.